All right. We are back. It is the Football's Life podcast. Don't worry. It's not just me. Eric's here too. Hey, Eric. How you doing? Dude, I am doing great. Okay. Get a hold of yourself. You're hysterical. Um, <laughs> I have been sick. I actually was really sick for a while, but uh, COVID test came back negative. Thank the Lord on that one. But uh, yeah, how about you? How was your week? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything plunged up my nose, so I think yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that yeah. COVID test, like, I hear different stories from everybody. Um, it's not painful. It's just extremely uncomfortable. I mean... Did you get the one way up your nose or the one just partially? Mine Cause, was cause the one that goes... It. Mine's the one that goes way up. So basically, the person that was doing it, they just gave me all the stuff to do it, but they just instructed me on how to do it. That way they touch less of our stuff. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, keep going, keep going and keep going. And that dude, that thing's like up by my eye in my nose nostril. And she's like, keep going, keep going. I'm like sneezing and crying. And oh, it was a disaster. Hilarious Wait. for somebody to watch. But we used to do that with like, cause like I, when I was in high school, I was like a sophomore on the golf team. We figured out that, me and my buddy that that like there is that just massive cavity back like three yeah. nose and so we would take like extra long golf tees oh good and Lord. and like he was my it was my buddy phil he was so good at it phil uh philip douglas uh <laughs> well with a name like that sorry he, yeah <laughs> he, would, he would be able to do like two of the extra long tees these are like three and a half four inches long and he'd be able to get eat one in each nostril and all the way up and then leave them there and and then holy cow and he would he would like walk up to people and they'd be like what the frick's in your nose and then he just pull these suckers out dude impressive you could also do them with like the uh in like you take the ink inside of a pen and and we'd do with that as well so i'm like bred for these tests when you have a baby boomer name and you're a millennial it just you do things like that in his defense Philip Douglas. He's the youngest of like, I think it's like three or four kids, but all his siblings are way, way older. Like when he graduated, his parents were like 67 and 69. Uh, His parents were retired and really old when he, when he was growing up. So that'll get you a name like Philip Douglas. That'll definitely get you a name like Philip Douglas. (laughs) All right. Not what I expected we would talk about, but what an intro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what did you think of that Thursday night game? Dude, this show's scripted. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is not. Nobody would listen at all if it was. <laughs> um That Thursday night game was I, I if you if you are on Twitter and you follow anybody that does fantasy football or just regular football, <laughs> you've already heard this. That football game was exactly what the NFC East is. Like, <laughs> if you put the NFC East in a nutshell, it's peekaboo. There you go. That, like, no surprise. Um, that game was awful. It but, was terrible. But I will say, like, I, I think last week I said, like, man, it feels bad if you're Carson Wentz. The, the amount of crap that Carson Wentz gets, he's doing so good for literally having zero offensive linemen. They're all injured. Like, Lane Johnson came back and got injured and left the game as best offensive lineman. Um, and then he's got his, he's got Richard Rogers. Do you know who Richard Rogers couldn't do anything with 
Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He had to leave the Packers because he wasn't being used, and he sucked with them. Hold on. Richard Rodgers did catch one of those Hail Marys, though, for Against real. the Lions, yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. one Hail Mary. Do you know who else caught Hail Mary? Jeff Janis. <laughs> Enough oh, I said. I love Jeff Janis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they need Jeff Janis back. Um, yeah, he's Get got bodied. his third-string tight end, and then he's got Fulgham as wide receiver one, and then that's it. Like, none of the other wide receivers are any good. And he's still doing something. Like, he's winning yeah. games. I don't know. I I agree for the most part. I, I do think because – so, like, I went to bed at halftime. Um, so, I know he came back in the fourth quarter, and it sounds like he looked really good. But, like, because I do agree, like, his offensive line is a wreck outside of Kelsey at center. The dude is spr- – like, he's scrambling yep. around like Brennan Rosema. Wide receivers, bunch of backups – you know, tight ends are all injured. I, I get it. I, I'm with you there. I, I just, I do think that sometimes he's just running around and he just needs to get rid of the ball. Sometimes he just needs to slide. Sometimes he needs to take the easy check down when, you know, something downfield's not there. I mean, I, I'm not saying these losses are all on him by any stretch. I just think that I don't know. Sometimes he just looks like he's in panic mode, and for good reason, for the most uh, yeah, part. Yeah, I but think I would be in panic mode too. I, 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 he's just a guy. I'm not sure what to think about. I, I don't know. I don't know. I do like him. I think he's good. I think he's great. I, I, I don't think this is completely fixed. Like I, I don't think these are all other people's problems. I think it's a little bit on him. But If you're in a Dynasty Superflex League, go buy him. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, dude, yeah. Fulgham has been bouncing around from team to team and now looks like a superstar with Carson Wentz. Yep, that. Yep. I don't know if you saw the game-winning touchdown throw to to Boston Scott. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. It was a dime. Yeah, like that it was. was a fantastic throw. The dude's good. I'm dude's just really saying, good. like, he has like, and obviously he is way better than Trubisky, but he has. A Dude, little bit don't of, even mention okay, them in wait, the same ballpark. Just wait. Just You're wait. nuts. Just wait. You know, you and I both know that Trubisky has throws where it's like, holy cow, that was a dime in between two defenders. It was amazing. And then other throws where it's 10 yards over the receiver's head. And that does happen with Carson Wentz sometimes. Jeff Obviously, is in the same realm as Mr. I, Trubisky. I know, I know. Carson Wentz is way better than Trubisky, and I'm glad he's the starting quarterback for the Eagles. Um, and love the person, too. I love to root for him. But I don't know. There's some times where he doesn't look great. But but trust me, I, I'm, I, I'm more pro Carson Wentz than not. I mean, the media is being a hot way too take. hard on him. Here's a hot take. I, I think, as not so much in fantasy football, this is not a fantasy football take, but as a NFL quarterback, I'd rather have Carson Wentz than Lamar Jackson. Ooh, that is a very hot take. I think that Lamar's is a great. Take. I think Lamar is great for fantasy because of his freaking awesome legs. Um, but Carson Wentz's arm is so superior to Lamar's arm; it's not even close. I think it's close. I think Carson Wentz does Their arms aren't close, in my opinion. Right, yeah. I I think they are close. I think Carson Wentz does have a better arm, but I think they're close. Have you seen Lamar's deep ball? I still take Lamar. Lamar's deep ball is the most doo-doo thing in the league. Yeah, Carson Wentz has a better deep ball. I'm I'm with you there. 
I just I, I would take Lamar. I, I here's a fun Lamar. question: Who do you think has a worse deep ball than Lamar? Okay. Who, who do you know? Like, can you think of someone? Maybe Philip oh, Rivers. I thought you were gonna give me options. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Philip Rivers has a bad deep ball. That's the only um, one. Honestly, honestly, old. Tom Brady does not have a good deep ball anymore, in my opinion. Um, so we're taking two old guys. Someone that's yeah. not crusty. Someone that's okay. not old and crusty. Who has a worse deep ball than Lamar? I can't think of anybody. Honestly, he'll get better, but Kyler's deep ball needs some work. Ah, it needs I some actually work. agree with that. Yeah, it needs some work. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I, I think I he could get that. there, but um, <laughs> Russell Wilson's deep ball sucks. Frick. Russell Wilson's deep ball is the best thing in the game, and it is uh, the most I know. beautiful, amazing ball I've ever seen. By the way, I love Jason Moore's description that when Russell Wilson throws a deep ball, it kisses the moon and comes back down perfectly in the receiver's arms. Oh, gosh. Uh, so good. Beautiful. He's um, the only guy where when, when Russell Wilson chucks it up, you're like, I don't know where that's going, but I feel like it's going to land in a receiver's arms. Like, you yep. just, you just like, a lot of guys, when they throw it up, you're like, oh, man, don't get picked, don't get picked. When Russ does it, you're like, oh, freaking touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the list of starting quarterbacks in front of me of who might have a worse deep ball, but I don't know. I just pulled up like the, the leaders thing on the, on the sleeper app. Like I'd pick Jared Goff over him. I'd pick Minshew. I'd pick over him. Um, as far as deep balls. Yeah. As far as deep balls. Hmm. I think, I think he might be in a close realm with Teddy Bridgewater. I don't like Teddy's deep ball very much. Yeah, no, yeah, like I can't. This is interesting since you own Lamar Jackson. I know you love the, him for fantasy still, but love yeah. him for fantasy because yep, he doesn't yep. need to throw a deep ball to be fantasy relevant. Yep, he's got amazing legs and he's money in the red zone because he doesn't have to throw it far. Like Mark Andrews just gets open in the red zone and he can make those those shorter passes. Yeah, um, yeah, they're and they're not an explosive, like they're not a Kansas City or a. Uh, Seattle offense where they're chucking it 50 yards downfield and and scoring in three plays they're they're running a like a ton of rushing plays and they're they're making their way down slowly which fits him well so I got a question for you though then who do you take because I think these players both are just very eh who do you take between Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold oh for me that's easy Daniel Jones? No, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold? Interesting. The reason why, reason why, I think because Sam Darnold's with with, with Adam, yeah, he's with the butthole, the b-hole. I think because he's with Adam Gase, either one of two things is going to happen. Adam Gase leaves and Sam Darnold, like, actually starts performing, or he gets traded. Like, there's been trade talks that he might go to the Colts and then be the, like air next year over philip rivers and then i think he's gonna do great uh we're like i actually i actually believe he has a lot more talent daniel jones now if you want to talk about someone mr bisky like that's <laughs> daniel jones where like one moment he looks great and then the next moment the dude has his head up his butt and he's mark sanchez butt fumbling <laughs> like I don't get it. I, I yeah. he he is I think really really disappointed this year. Daniel Jones has. 
Sorry, <laughs> that Dion. trip though. That trip is so. Great. Do you know what's nutty? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> obviously, you didn't know this at the time, but they came out saying that Daniel Jones ran. It was like 0.4 miles per hour slower yeah. than Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill's speed. fastest run this season. Daniel Jones was almost the exact same speed as Tyreek Hill. Yeah. So basically, he was just running too fast for his own body to handle. And then he did that classic thing where the, the top half of your body thinks it's faster than what it is. And then it like starts leaning forward. And then yep. your, your weight gets all offset and then you just yep. trip and fall my favorite part is about that run was joe buck how he announced it uh and i know most people hate joe buck i personally really like him but i love how everyone's watching like <laughs> this is on tv this is not a radio broadcast everybody's watching they see that there's nobody around him and he just trips and <laughs> joe buck's like he trips with absolutely nobody around him <laughs> <laughs> well and then didn't right beforehand like as he's going he's like and he's gone yeah he's gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think he knew that, like how wide open he was he could have just jogged the last 20 yards yep uh oh man that was and then i just love it like all like the meme videos and everything where it's just like <laughs> a guy takes out a sniper and just like shoots his leg and and then dan Jones just like hobbles down like a deer Oh man, <laughs> freaking Dill! Oh. I was, uh, and then there's some people like uh, the fantasy people just talk about how I think was it Mike that had him, where yep. their their league has like like touchdown bonuses of like twenty and fifty plus yards. Yeah, usually they it's have, forty plus. I think yeah, yeah, forty plus whatever. And then they have like they have like bonuses for QBs and stuff like that for big plays and and so like. He, that could have he lost on like an extra 14 points because of that not yep. going to be a touchdown yeah that's nuts <laughs> so wonderful. um we had we'll Four. we'll get we'll get in that in, in into the next bit we'll uh we'll go into the surprises later but anything else from the Thursday night game nope that's it okay that's we it. got Antonio Brown coming back um yep. g money has been hanging on to that sucker ever since he screwed him two years ago yeah um so i guess uh welcome back antonio brown g money loves you again but not for a few weeks though i think week nine week nine is the earliest debut. yeah 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 as long as nothing goes wrong week nine is the earliest yep He's i can't believe how fast that that trans like transpired i didn't realize I thought he couldn't serve a suspension until a team signed him. No, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I I don't know why I thought that, but I didn't didn't realize that. Yeah, I was just shocked that like literally beginning of this week, all of a sudden his name starts swirling, and I was like, oh, okay, we got like a week or two before anybody really takes it serious and signs him because he can't come back for a while, and then freaking boom, Tim Bay just signs him. Yep. I was kind of nervous. I thought the Seahawks were gonna go get him. Yeah, me too. I wasn't super I excited about I didn't that. Really to be want honest. Him. No. Uh, nope. But now that muddies up everything, Chris Godwin, Mike I think this hurts Mike Evans a ton. Um Yes, it does. There's a lot of mouths to feed there. And unfortunately, yep. if Brady had to choose his two favorite targets, it'd be Gronk and A B, I think. Yes. 
which is I agree, which is really bad for Godwin and Evans, but I think it's worse for Evans because already I think his age plays into it too. Tom Brady prefers that speedy, almost slot receiver cutting across the middle. The route and runner. Yeah. So Evans, honestly, in my opinion, was hurt already going from Winston to Brady. Yep. And so this is will just hurt him even more, unfortunately. As if Jay Cozier didn't have more bad luck happen to I know. It it's I don't know. It's possible at the end of the season, if A B is healthy and plays good, that you're not you're contemplating even starting Mike Evans. Yep. I could actually Hope. see that. Yeah. But I don't know. It's always hard for me, no matter how good the player is, when he's been out of football for a year or longer. I don't know, man. It doesn't matter if you stay in shape. Football shape is different. I don't know. The only way it's slightly different is because of when you're talking about a talent as flipping good as Antonio Brown. Yeah. Like the yeah. number one wide receiver in the league for about three, four years. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm really fascinated. Like I, I'm going to be watching that game. Oh, me too. I'm yeah. I'll really, be. really pumped. And I can't wait for him to like screw up like a hot route and to have Tom Brady just like lay into him. That would be great. That'd be awesome. Tom Dude, Brady eight. pouting and freaking out. Like the amount of time he screams and yells. So fun to watch. I love it. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. Favorite. It's hilarious. He Where's can get away with it sleep? too, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> Holy nuts. He can. He's got a golden spoon up his butthole. Yep. Um, all right. Speaking of Jay Cozier, oh, we, we oh, have, oh. we have some trades. Four trades. All with Jay Cozier. Yeah. Jay. He, I think this guy wants to win this year. Are you sure? Uh, not sure. Um, <laughs> Jake Ozier, I see you have literally no picks anymore. Um, if this doesn't work out, you better not leave the league, Jake Ozier. Oh, nah, we, he won't we need he won't you. But no, seriously, I think, I think this is a great move by him. Um, a little risky for my blood to see all these picks disappear from out from under him. Um, but I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little <laughs> too much for me, but at the same time, I totally get it. He is going for that repeat championship and, uh, and there's a sweet money pot if he wins it. So, and, and it, it'll be, an amazing story for him of, of just like a really good year of managing if he's able to pull it off. Um, so let's get so, on into it. Yep. All right. So the first one, Jay Cozier and clay actually made two trades to kick it off here. The first one, Jay Cozier gets Rob Gronkowski and clay gets a 2022 second round pick. And it is Jay Cozier's second round pick. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I think kind of we, we discussed a little bit um, at the beginning. Um, I think this is great for Clay and a little bit desperate for Jay Cozier. Um, Rob Gronkowski's has looked better. It's almost like he's gotten his sea legs a little bit. Um, and he's starting to get targets from, from Brady, and he's being looked at in the red zone a lot. And Zach Ertz looks awful and is injured now. So Jake Ozier does need a tight end. Um, I just don't know if if this was the guy. Uh, It kind of feels bad a little bit. Um, But a second for 
for Clay, I think is fantastic. Uh, it is next year's, but that could be no problem. He can wait. He's got a ton of picks next year anyway. Uh, I think this is uh, okay for Jay Cozier if it pays off. Like I said, risky, but this is great for Clay. Yep, I'm totally with you. I think it's great for Clay. Flipped him. Um, like, he got him off the waiver wire this year, right? Like, yeah, in the I think so. And then he flips so. him. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't really need him. Um, you know, he's got Dalton Schultz, and he's got Tyler Higbee, and then a couple scraps after that. Um, and I I don't know. I don't think Gronkowski's worth my – he is worth some now because of the connection with Brady. But I just think Tom Brady just doesn't look good personally. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but I think Clay definitely got some good assets for the future there. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of Sam Darnold. Yeah. The next one, Clay gets Sam Darnold in a 2023 first-round pick. It is Jay Cozier's first-round pick. And Jay Cozier received Ryan Tannehill. I like this for both teams. I think this is really, really good for both teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I, I, think, I think the value is good. Um, Clay gets a quarterback and a first-rounder. Um, hopefully, like you said, Sam Darnold can get away from Adam Gase. Um, and Jay Cozier gets a quarterback that could be an absolute stud and maybe win it for him at the end. Yeah, because Dak Prescott. Uh, did he have Dak Prescott? Oh, he did. Yeah, he traded him he away. Traded later. him later. Yeah. <clears throat> um, him later. Yeah. Dak Prescott goes down, which he was having a monster year, and so he like Philip Rivers and Darnold were his QBs, and they were not getting yep. it done. Um, so Tannehill jumps in and he's doing great. I will say, even if it is a 2023, a first rounder is a lot for a non young stud quarterback in this league. Yep. Um, so in this position, I don't know what you think. Like we all know that Jay Cozier needs a quarterback. Well, he's going all in for this year. Exactly. So, and when everybody else knows that they're going to make you pay, and yeah. so, you know, Clay made him pay, and, you know, I don't think Clay fleeced him at all. I think it's a fair trade. Um, but, yeah, he, he had to pay for Tannehill, who's really good right now. Yeah. So, and yeah. let's face it, Jay Cozier might not be looking in the future very far. <laughs> yes. So, he, yeah. He had a – Jay Cozier had a very big win this last week, and the second he got that win, his brain was rattling, how do I keep this going? Um yeah, I think, my opinion, I think Sam Darnold's fine. He's got he's plenty young still, so as long as he gets away from the b-hole. So, yep, another great trade. I think this one's better for both teams than the Rob Gronkowski one. Um, yeah, and then the next one, Noah, you got your boy. Oh, my knight in shining armor. <laughs> yep, I received Josh Jacobs and a 2021 third in a 2022 third from Jake Cozier and Jake Cozier got Ezekiel Elliott. What do you think, Eric? I'm really conflicted on this one. Okay. Um, I don't think the thirds do much for me. Uh, like they barely move the needle. Yep. Um, I, 
for me personally, I've never owned Josh Jacobs and I've never owned Zeke. Actually, no, I owned Zeke in a, in Zach Viss's league last year, I believe maybe. Um, but I've never really been much of a Zeke owner in the past. So I've, I've, yep. I've always been conflicted in how I feel. Zeke is older. I think Zeke's more talented, but I think Zeke's older. And now he that by that, like four years, I think, uh, I think I it's believe. 22 and 25. Um, yeah, something like that is their ages. And so, and, and unfortunately, like if you told me that Dallas had a healthier offensive line and they had Dak Prescott, I would say, give me Zeke all day. But now with how hurt that Cowboys offense is and how bad they looked last, last week, that that was something that did factor in because yeah. to be honest the only like really good offensive lineman they had healthy was Zach, Zach Martin. Martin yeah he got injured last week could be out for a while so that, they literally don't have anybody they had that yep they had four Pro Bowl offensive linemen like two years ago and none of them are starting this week oh how the mighty have fallen that's insane that, that offensive line is definitely in the bottom half of the league yeah so now that, the Raiders' offensive line is mid middle of the pack, so it's not like I think you know, they're more than middle of the pack. I think they're a little bit better, but yeah, they're having it now. They all got well. I guess one has COVID, or and since they're all around each other, and when one has whatever. COVID, they all have COVID. Yeah, I did see something that best case scenario they could get cleared Sunday morning, but it's still doubtful that they play or nah, whatever. If if okay, so here's how I look at this trade. If I was to go rest of season just this year, give me the Zeke side of this trade. Sure. Um, I, I think I think to try to win now, I think Jay Cozier made the right choice, and I think Zeke is the guy. Um, like I said, the thirds don't do a ton for me. But I could see next year Josh Jacobs looks like the better option for, so. for next season and for the future. So I, I don't hate it, and I know you love Josh Jacobs. Oh, um, so it, don't get me started. So it's nice for you to have him, but yeah, I, I I think this was fair. I think it was good. Sweet. All right, last one. Jacob's ear got David Montgomery, and Bulkama got Dak Prescott. Oh man, interesting. Oh man. <laughs> no, hey, man. Can you start? <laughs> uh well Jacob's here at this point had Tannehill. Uh he's adding depth. So he picks up David Montgomery, which will be a depth piece for him. Uh injuries, bye weeks, whatever. So in my opinion, for his roster, it's good to have David Montgomery. But I think paying for Prescott's a little much. Um I think it's fine because Jay Cozier probably does not care. Um, it's good for Balkama, I think. Like, like, like I mean, you gets... say, you say straight up, you would way rather have Prescott than Montgomery. Yes, sir. I do. I don't think it's a crazy lopsided trade, but I take I take Prescott. Hmm. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for for me. For yeah, once again, like Jay Cozier is in the win now mode. I obviously short term David Montgomery is the only thing that holds value because Prescott's out. Yeah. Um, but uh, it just like 
like Prescott's a nice prize, but it feels bad knowing what he gave up to get David Montgomery. Yeah, when you look at it in that context, yeah. Yep. Like all the pieces he gave up to get David Montgomery and he's just getting an injured Prescott with an unknown future. That makes me a little nervous. Um, Yeah, I could see that. And and it is a little bit of like, I think it is, it is smart of Bulkama in the fact of his team's not going anywhere. And David Montgomery could be done next year. Like if he continues not to do well, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of moved on or, or drafted somebody else and kind of relegated him, kind of like a carry on Johnson, um, where he's not like trash, like he he belongs on a roster, but he's just not the guy anymore. It's yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think getting Prescott, getting a young uh, young QB that hopefully could be the future for Bulkema for the next six years or whatever. I think yeah, that's that's good. Um, yeah. it, it just sucks because I'm pretty sure he gave up two firsts and some other players for Montgomery. Um, yeah, that does hurt. But hey, looking toward the future, if he can get Dak, yeah. yep, if he can get Dak Prescott out of Montgomery, that's that's great return. Yep, and Jake Ozier so. gets that needed added depth and flexibility with Montgomery on his lineup because Prescott was doing him no good because yep. he is all or nothing for this year. He has to win this year. Yeah. Which, so which Jake- I didn't realize that the Empire League, like, I thought it would maybe do a little bit of this, but like, we're in year three. You're actually this is technically just year two of of doing the Empire League. We're in year two, and we're already we're already having the the former champ just sell the farm to win back to back. Like that's. Yep. Yeah, if if someone if someone else wins this year, if like TJ or Drake or you or or whoever wins, like I'm really fascinated to see if if they as well go all in. Um, yeah, I think it'd be it's gonna be flipping great for the league, and I'm looking forward to it. Very interesting. All right, dude. Um, let's whip through this. We got the surprises of the week from week six. Um, for me, my surprise came, I, I called it last week. The matchups I was looking at were myself versus Viss and Jay Cozier versus DeYoung, because if Jay Cozier and myself won, it muddles up the whole middle of the league. But if we lose, it kind of puts that divide against contenders and non-contenders and crazy enough. I, I, I won against Zach Viss in a... Normally, people say slugfest as, like, big punches were being thrown. I'm saying slugfest as if, like, we're barely crawling. Um, <laughs> that's kind of how that went down. But then the big surprise for me was Jay Cozier showing up um, and beating Zach DeYoung. Zach DeYoung is falling apart at the seams, started 3-1, and one, and he has just been in a downward spiral. Uh, and so now, kind of how we talked about, the the league is really freaking balanced at the bottom and and in the middle um which i think is really fun and exciting and it makes for good matchups because because of that win jake ozier's three and three and now he makes those four trades and his team looks completely different so 
Yeah. What about you, Noah? My surprise of last week was you mentioned it. You and Viss having such a low-scoring affair. Uh, There's so many people that would have beat you guys. Dude, we're Titans. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, the tight end battle scored a total of 4.3 points between your guys' tight ends. Dude, that's but, Mark Andrews and Tyler Croft, who is now off of his roster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh Armbar. yeah yep but yeah it's gonna be very interesting how the league shakes out like you just talked about uh with the standings i mean jay cozier is eighth and clay is ninth both have pretty good teams <laughs> so whew, we'll see we will see yes sir yes sir by the way we both disrespected the hell out of Dykstra's team coming in this year and uh, doing pretty good. Doing yeah, but I mentioned it good. to you earlier. He's had the second easiest schedule out of everybody in the league. So it'll be interesting to see. Although he has scored quite a few points for, yep. it'll, it'll be interesting to see if people start actually performing against him and if he can keep keep that winning going. Um I, yeah, I think being five he and also, one, he's pretty much guaranteed playoffs. Uh, like it would take a colossal collapse for him. Um, but if I had to bet money on it, he does not get the buy. Um, I just I don't think that happens. Yeah, yeah, he is the second most points for on top of having the tied for the best record. So it'll be interesting to see how what happens going forward. So yep, yep, I think yep. I guess. I think my prediction was him being like eighth at the end of the year. Ah, that prediction does not. Yeah, I had him at like seven accurate. or eight as well. Yep, I had him at eighth with a seven and six record. <laughs> so yeah. So he has to go two and five. Yep. Which... Don't worry, Dykstra. I'm not rooting for you to do badly. Get a hold of yourself. I might be. <laughs> I will say though, best best Zach in the league. It's holding up and it's holding up real nice. He is yep. two wins ahead of the other Zachs. So um we and I think we both kind of figured that Zach Viss would, would maybe be the best Zach in the league. And uh so and far he's pulling up the rear. Yeah, I know. Well, in in, re- in record and points for. Although he is having the most unfortunate time with both Devontae Adams and and uh Michael Thomas this year. Dude, I You know all in, about in that. Our, in our keeper league, I have the same deal. I have Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. It's a big old uh, duke. Yeah. <laughs> big old dukey. Uh, that's, a, that's a poop reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yes, yes. Stand that sucker up. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that tickled me. Yeah, I thought so. Um, okay, <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got our matchups for week seven. Uh, Noah, who do you got? My week seven matchup is TJ versus Jay Cozier. You got the best record and points in the league, and TJ playing against Jay Cozier and his new toys. Should be interesting. Yep. Plenty of new toys. Yep, and, and mine follows suit. It's another three and three team versus a five and one team, and the three and three team is favored just like yours, and that is uh drake versus zach de young i think likewise this is 
these are big games for TJ and Drake. If they can pull the six and one and just take a strangled hold, um, that would be massive. And then for both DeYoung and Jay Cozier, we, we kind of talked about it. These are pretty much every game's a must win. You don't want to fall behind because there's like five or six teams that are three and three right now. Um, someone needs to kind of pull apart. So I, I think those are going to be some great games to look at this coming up week. Should be interesting. And hopefully they they don't end up like Zach Viss and myself where they score 75 points. Um, yikes. <laughs> All right. And then uh, upset. I'm going to have you go first because your upset's garbage and it's not an upset. It is an upset. I'm taking DeYoung over Drake. I know. DeYoung's favored right now. Exactly. But... You can't pick Drake... an upset when the guy that you're picking has a projected higher point total. That's eh, fine. It's good for you. Yep. So DeYoung's going to beat Drake. Drake has the better record. And, uh, yeah, Derrick Henry is going absolutely crazy right now. Uh, Evan Ingram is starting to produce. What are you talking about? Evan Ingram sucked. Yeah, he's, he's starting to get more involved in the offense, way more than he was. Okay, yeah, he's not a ghost anymore, I guess. You'll you'll take 7.9 points over what he has been. That's very year fair. Two. Very fair. So, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. And uh, Wait, wait, wait. You're just... You picked DeYoung over Drake, but then you highlighted how good Drake's players are doing. I know, I know. That's that's why it's an upset. Drake has a good team, but I think <laughs> DeYoung will take him down. You know, <laughs> I was I was really curious of where that was going. <laughs> yeah, Drake's gonna lose, but man, Derrick Henry's I just, so good. I don't know. I just started talking about Drake's team. Whatever, whatever. Oh, I love it. Although Robert Woods might not play. Yep, that'll be interesting. I'll have that to put uh, who would he, who would he put in? Yeah, not much depth actually. Yeah, that's a good point, Bob. Uh, Josh uh, Reynolds, McCall Hardman, hope yeah, for maybe, the one touch. Maybe McCall Hardman. Wow, yeah, Drake yeah. really needs Robert Woods to play. Yep, I didn't realize he was lacking in so much depth. Sucks to suck, dude. Big old vacuum. He's got a good team though. I don't know, Drake could. Drake could run it too. Oof. Dude. Laser dude's going to run it. No, stop it. Because that stop it. is my upset of the week. Laser dude just giving it to you, Noah. Laser dude has a decent team, and I could possibly have some major injury problems this week. Kareem Hunt's going to just destroy Cincinnati. Kenyon Drake is probably going to have a good game against Seattle because who doesn't? Um, T. Higgins is looking like one of the better rookies in the league. A.J. Brown's a monster. Adam Humphreys coming for the belt, dude. He's going to take you down. Coming now, for the belt. No, I actually, uh, outside of Adam Humphreys, <laughs> I <laughs> – Laser dude has a a really good starting roster that that has yeah it's not bad has good matchups this week that's the most important thing there's actual matchups he can win with here yeah. um, you have uh, J- Josh Jacobs with no offensive line Aaron Jones is injured Hopkins is hobbled Landry's hobbled Henderson's hobbled Judy has not been good this year um, yeah there's a lot of question marks Noah how you feeling. Not good. Not good. Um, 
Put in I'm actually Quintus I'm, Cephas. I'm happy with those two young wide receivers, um, Judy and Chanel, going forward. But, yeah, Judy just hasn't been involved. And now Noah Fant might be coming back. And Tim Patrick's been getting a lot of looks. And so it's like I don't, I don't have a lot of people to replace there. So a lot of those guys are like – like Aaron Jones is a game time decision. Uh, I believe Hopkins is expected to play, but still questionable. And that's a Sunday night game. Uh, yeah, Henderson is questionable. What terrifies me is even if Henderson can play, maybe just because he's a little injured, they might run out Malcolm Brown and yeah, Cam Akers. What if, what if he doesn't uh, have the hot hand? Yeah, I just ah makes me nervous. Not makes good, Bob. It's not nope. good. Nope. So, uh, Laser Dude, punish Noah for coming up with a terrible upset. Uh, You you had Bulkama right for the picking. His 69 projected points right for the picking. Would have been a good pick. Dude, does he have his – wow, that is a legit roster that he has starting too. Who? Bulkama. Oh. Bokema has a 2% chance of beating Zach Viss this week. Oh, he's going to beat Viss. <laughs> Bokema is taking down Viss. Take him down, Bokema. Oh, I want it to happen so bad. <laughs> Do it. If Bokema somehow wins and Zach has to change his name, oh, man, the the glory play. The problem is, dude, He's got Chase Claypool. Wait, 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 wait. Why why would Viss have to change his name? I'm confused. Did you not read the chat? No. Oh, dude, go back. There was a couple days ago, Zach Viss was talking about like the the horrors and the nightmares of, of if he was to lose to, to Bulkama. And then oh, yes. someone came up with yes. the idea of, well, if you lose, then you have to give uh you have to give a fourth rounder and uh no Bulkama gives you a fourth rounder. And he gets to take any of your bench players, which, and let's be honest, that wasn't going to happen. Um, but then, <laughs> but then uh, someone else was. It might have been Zach or TJ. Someone else came up with the idea of um, he would have to change his name, and it'd be like, uh, like canceled little brother or something like that. I forget oh, what it was. yeah. Uh, yep, that's right. And, and I, I freaking love it. So. Oh, okay. I found it right here. Um, Zach Viss said, I'll be so ashamed. I'll change my name to Bulkama's son. But then TJ's like, nah, why don't you just be the intern at canceled? So we'll Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But Bulkama, I'm rooting for you, buddy. I am too. Take him down. I want to see the name change. I would Uh, love to see um, the name change. I saw also this chatter. Uh, sorry, Balkama. Hakeem Butler did not try hard enough for that ball. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did like the still frames and like yeah. yeah, it's pass interference. Maybe. But Butler uh, put zero effort into fighting back for that ball. Didn't jump back. Didn't actually take a step forward. Like he just sat on the route. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I agreed. Zach Viss said said it best, and yeah, I agreed. It. I, I think that was just a bad play by not great wide receiver or tight yeah. end. Yeah, I get it, though. You're rooting for your Iowa State boys. I do the same with Michigan. I, I get it. I get it. Denard Robinson. Oh, shoelace. <laughs> I miss him. 
He played for the Jags for like a little bit as like kind of like a gadget player. I think it was like a few years. I can't <laughs> believe he was the cover of was NCAA fourteen or twelve. Yeah, or something like that. yeah, one of those years. Yeah, oh, man, how the mighty he was fallen. like he was he was so good in college. But honestly, even in college, if you go back and watch, like his arm sucked. <laughs> His arm sucked. <laughs> yeah, he needed to be a gadget guy in the NFL. Yeah. He, though, is the epitome. I've never seen anybody. I see a little bit with Lamar. I've never seen anyone go from, like, 0 to 60 so fast. Like, even the guys who are speedy, Tyreek Hill, um, you know, John Ross, like, all those guys, it takes a second for them to get going. But Denard Robinson, it was like he'd be standing, you know, on his heels, and suddenly he's running, like, 22 miles an hour <laughs> i'm i'm with so you that was fun that like but... i see that in lamar because he i have the same thought process like when i watch tyree kill i'm like oh he's fast but like i don't see like that lightning quickness whereas yeah i i watched a little bit of, of denard but not i don't really have a good memory of him but with lamar he's standing in the pocket and then all of a sudden he's gone like yeah his first steps are so lightning quick. It's crazy. The chances of a 300-pound fatty catching him in the pocket is so <laughs> slim. Like, the guy has to dream of maybe Lamar's a hot pocket or something, and he'll he'll be able to catch him. But I don't know. Aw. That's, that's not very nice. <laughs> I've, there's an old video of that where... Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, it's on ridiculousness where there's like this big kid trying to climb a tree and he's got like this toy gun and Rob Deerdick's like, I'm hunting Hot Pocket. <laughs> and then the kid breaks the branch and falls. Hey, Big it. Black, RIP. Dude, I love that guy. I know. You know, you know I can make fun of big guys because my dad is king Dude, of the big guys. He's a man. He is real large. He stands tall. Yeah, <laughs> big tall guy. There are things sticking out. I, uh, <laughs> uh, quick story though. I played golf with him this week. Okay. And when you, I have, I have a muscle condition. I can't perform like I used to in sports. Uh, and I can't swing really hard or else uh, my body will give out. So I have this like really smooth, nice, easy swing. I hit sure. the ball straight, just not very far. My dad gets up. He is the exact opposite. He's rusty. Hasn't played much. And he's just this lumbering giant dude that just coils up. <laughs> and like when I hit my driver, it just perfectly hits the ball, doesn't take any grass. Like it just looks gorgeous. My dad takes his three wood out and he punishes the earth. And you're looking and you're like, oh, he chunked that. That ball must have gone 10 feet. And then I look and the ball is just soaring through the air. And he hits it farther than I do. And I'm like, what the – that is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And he freaking out drives me. I just can't – like, big dudes, dude. How they yeah. make it work is just beyond me. They make it work. They're oh. typically funny, too. Oh, so. dude, you you actually – I should have videotaped it, man, and sent it to you. You would have died watching Cram. I would have loved it. Oh, man. A couple times he almost fell over. He was swinging so hard. He's got that big <laughs> belly counterweight. Which is bad for golf because in golf you lean you lean forward, yep. so that giant belly just is it's working against him. Nah, not good. Nope you don't you don't want that. Uh 
What a day, dude. Um, anything else with, with fantasy football for you? Uh, I don't think so, man. I'm pumped for the first Michigan game tonight. Let's go. The big, big 10 uh, is back. Go blue. Um, they're playing today. Tonight. And, uh, and well, your guys are playing tonight. Yeah. Uh, 730. Yeah. I think I, this, this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted college football to come back. I wanted it to not be in yep. the spring because yep. then we actually have time for people to do scouting and look stuff up and we can have a normal rookie draft process. Um, is the Pac-12, what's their schedule right now? I don't know. You would know better than me. You live over there. While you're looking that up, I just, I mean, you know that I'm, I'm like Bolcom is with Iowa State. I'm, I'm passionate about my Wolverines, but luckily I haven't had the homerism to draft many Wolverines for fantasy because not many offensive players coming from there lately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, defense has been pretty good but defense has had some studs okay pack yeah. 12 they start uh looks like november 7 so oh. in two weeks okay. and, and they have like so is that like a six game schedule then because a, a, a short seven game schedule oh okay because the big Ten's playing eight games just all in conference yeah huh, that's the pack 12 is doing a shorter seven game conference on only uh, schedule that should. I be. literally have no idea. Are they doing any kind of playoff this year? College. I literally hate the college football playoff system right now, so I haven't really even paid attention. Okay, but do you hate it because it's only four teams? Yep. Yeah. So if it was eight teams, it'd be great. Because if it was eight yes. teams, I would love it. I think it'd be fantastic. Yep. yep. Um, I think they're gonna do it because of money. Yeah, that that usually pushes money. Kind of wins out things. when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I expect them as long as they don't have like any massive cases that like destroy. Um, I think that they they make it happen. Maybe maybe not do like bowl, all the bowl games, but um, I believe they were talking about expanding bowl games this year, or maybe next. I don't know. I don't know. I they might push it back to next year. We'll see. Yeah, but, whatever. Dude, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yep. Yeah. Take it in, drink it in, Drake. Start watching. Better late than never. Poor Noah, Drake. Noah Beck. <laughs> Dude, we're never going to let, let, let him live that down, are we? Oh, I love that ginger. I know. Uh, bad news for you, Noah. Ohio State is going to beat Nebraska. Ah. That's right. Oh, well. We're the shot. Kind of figured it would happen. But. All right, dude. Thanks for, uh, thanks for podcasting. Have a fantastic weekend. Best of luck. Uh, good job losing to Laser Dude. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Go team laser dude. Uh, see ya.